Hello, folks, and welcome to the Democratizing SEO podcast, a podcast for marketers who seek to have a better understanding of the SEO channel in order to engage with it more successfully. My name is Austin Esezabor. I am an SEO consultant and your host for this podcast. All right, let's talk some more about hreflang tags. Let's get into the implementation of them. This is where a lot of mistakes are made. When implementing hreflangs, there are three places you can have them. Within the HTML head section of pages, within the HTTP headers, and within the XML sitemap. The first option within the HTML is not the best. I like to sway clients away from this option because it causes a lot of issues in the long run. This option is done on a per page basis. And as such, it's more of a manual approach. Because of this, there is plenty of room for errors. If your ways of working, if your approach is not streamlined, your implementation will likely result in a lot of errors, a lot of issues to fix. So I tend to only suggest this option as a last result, a workaround. The second option within the HTTP header is the less common one. This is used for non-HTML pages, namely PDFs. As SEOs, we tend to focus on HTML pages. If PDFs are ranking highly, as an SEO, we would want to appropriate the PDFs into pages, either existing or entirely new pages. So you may find SEOs are less interested in implementing hreflangs for PDFs. Now, the third option to implement your hreflangs within your XML sitemap is by far the most popular and the best option out of the three. This is the cleanest option out of the three. Oh, and by the way, if you do not have an XML sitemap, you absolutely should create one. No exceptions, create one. An XML sitemap informs search engines like Google of the pages on your website. When submitted to Google, they use the information within it, or them in the case of multiple XMLs, to find and crawl pages on your site. If you have an international website and have thousands of pages per locale, crawling pages can be quite a task for search engines. Understanding the relation of pages across the locales is an even bigger task. As a marketer, you want to make your website accessibility easier for search engines. You want to make the understanding of your site by search engines easier for search engines. You want to make the crawling of your site easier. And I use this word easier purposefully 
making accessibility and understanding of your site less easy is a problem. It's your problem. Yes, it's the problem of search engines, but it's also your problem. You like the traffic you receive via search engines? You want to keep on receiving traffic from them? You've got to ensure you do everything you can to help them rank your site highly. And in the case of an international presence, appropriately. Including your hreflangs within your XML sitemap makes the implementation easier and makes the readability by search engines easier. As I said in the previous podcast, hreflangs are signals, not directives. What you don't want to do is leave it to Google to figure out which local version of your site is the correct one to show in the SERPs. It's a task they can and will get wrong. And it can and will cost you. Before you implement your hreflangs, you want to ensure you have it right. You want to ensure you can verify that it's correct before telling Google about it. You want to ensure you're not sending incorrect signals to Google. Remember, hreflangs are signals. If you're giving Google this signal and as such are telling them to use it, the last thing you'll want to do is confuse them with hreflangs that are incorrect. hreflangs are one of the most complicated areas of SEO. It's an area that you absolutely need to have SEOs involved with. It's no good simply leaving the implementation to devs. Devs are not SEOs. You cannot task them to think of SEO-related tasks. Now, they implement SEO tasks what shouldn't be the ones thinking about what should be implemented for SEO purposes. This needs to be created by SEOs, with SEOs and devs then working together to implement the RECs, in this case, the hreflangs. Let me give you an example of why both parties are required for a project as such. Let's say... You have a UK site and now want to scale to EU to cover this region. You aim to target FR, DE and ES to begin with and want to target the local language in these markets. You also want to target everyone else in the EU that speak English. A dev person would quite easily create a directory folder for FR to target the French, DE to target Germans, ES to target Spanish people, and EU to target English speakers. A dev person will create a directory URL containing EU in it. From a dev point of view, 
This isn't an issue. It's quite logical, actually. From an SEO point of view, we would never suggest something like this for a directory URL. We wouldn't even stand for it being approved. You know why, right? EU is a continent, not a country. You cannot target a continent in the URL. You especially cannot target a continent in your hreflang tags implementation. This is a mistake I see quite often. It's a mistake that sends incorrect signals to Google. It's a mistake that leads Google astray. At best, it sends mixed signals to Google. If you send mixed signals as such to Google and you have a competitor that does not, who do you think Google is likely to rank higher in the SERPs? Having your hreflang tags implemented incorrectly can and will cost you. All right, folks, let's leave it there for now. Stay tuned for more from Democratizing SEO. Subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on your podcasting app of choice. All right, folks, my name is Austin Esaizabor. I'm an SEO guy. I'll be with you on a weekly basis to enlighten you on wielding SEO to success. That will do it for now, folks. Until next time. Bye for now.